Hello, this is Black Country Blokes chewing the fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the moms, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been here. This is the Black Country Blokes, chewing the fact about everything that is mental health, disability, and life in general. Here with me, Kev Dillon, and my partner in crime, Lee Cadman. So I've just come back off my holiday. Um, great being in the sun. And you know, it's one of their holidays. Anything that could go wrong went wrong, you know. The service wasn't the best and the food was horrible. Even the booze wasn't that good. And I found myself with my wife going, oh, this, that, this. Oh. And then she said to me, because why don't you do what you telephone to do, do you, your gratitude list? And it was right. I was thinking about how the food was cold. I had, I mean, I'm with the two people I love most in the world. It's sunny. We've got a swimming pool. We've got a comfy bed. We're together. And then it went from being the world's worst holiday to a great holiday and my daughter she loved it you know she just learned how to swim and she was bobbing around the pool and we're playing marco polo and even though the other children couldn't speak very good english or no english children have just a wonderful way of going over and making friends and it's beautiful seeing it and that's what we thought today you know the holiday blues I and mean, it's been great coming back to the sun that helps i mean <laughs> proper Englishman. I like it hot, but not this bloody hot. <laughs> yeah, it has been really warm, hasn't it? It's been uh it's all good. It's why well, is it not the same when you're on holiday? Like you don't mind the heat that much then, do you? Is it just because you're lazing around most of the time? Well, I think it's yeah, you're laying around, wearing a shirt on, dipping in the pool. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking like sweating in a boxing glove, is no, it? Yeah. Well that's it, yeah. No one wants me to take my shirt up anymore. <laughs> in here. I never did want it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's and I think like our, our buildings in the UK are designed to keep the heat in. And where I really suffer is in, in bed. You know what I mean? We had a on holiday, uh, we had this massive bed, massive bed. And, you know, when you've been married so long, it, you don't want to touch your partner. <laughs> it's like a boxing ring. You come to the middle, do what you got to do, then go back to your respective corners. <laughs> and it's, um, but it's lovely, you know, and it's, it's even lovely, you know, because we were all sleeping in one room and my daughter had a, uh, sofa bed and but then she was cold and even just all lying in the same bed and it's you know it's lovely just all being with each other and, and not having my phone on no social media no telephones no and no tv nothing we had our little music thing that we put on when we we're in the room and that was it it was just being with one another and i, I turned my phone on on saturday got back at seven in the morning by the time we got in the house it was 10 11 o'clock Turn my phone on, so I found my mum and dad. And I'm, I must have had about 25 WhatsApps and how many notifications. And, I, you know, you think, and I didn't look at it for the rest of the day. And then on Sunday, um, you find yourself watching the telly, scrolling down on your social media. And it's just piffle and nonsense. It's either champagne supernova or really depressive bad news. And it was lovely on holiday, just not having that, just me and my girls. If someone wanted to talk to us, or we wanted, you know, smiling and uh, hola and how are you? And it, 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 that was wonderful. But then you soon get straight back into the, 
We've been all done, you know. Some of us go straight back into it and remember how the show format goes, Kev. Other of us forget things like what you're grateful for this week. Mention her names, Kev. But you know, you're you're right. We'll, we'll forget gratitude this week. <laughs> We're not grateful for anything this week. <laughs> but I'm grateful you're back, Kev. Honestly, uh, I'm grateful to see you all. <laughs> I forgot your question now. <laughs> Just how it is like to be back into. Like, I mean, you went to Centre Parks with the Dragons. Um, Organisation, yeah, yeah, that was that feels like a lifetime ago already. <laughs> it feels like last year, but no, it was fantastic. But it's, it, um, in truth, yeah, that was a bit of a different one because I don't know if anyone's been to Centre Park, who's listening. But it's very activity orientated, you, you spend a lot of time busy running, you know, running around doing the activities and whatnot. And I, honestly, I'll come back and I felt like I needed to go have a break. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's slightly different from, from a relaxing holiday, and I'm not sure. Not sure now with three children and obviously them being disabled, how relaxing my holidays are and um, on the majority of times. But I know what you're saying. You come back and, um, yeah, it's it takes a good few days, if not weeks, to get back into the swing of things and get used to work and, and kind of forget about your holiday, doesn't it? Well, I've, like you're saying about disabled, I've found like this time. And last few times, I think maybe being a daddy, or if it's me always getting worse or whatever. Like, because it's so bright over there. And then you go into a restaurant, you go somewhere. So it's going like night blindness. Mm. And like, so I try and put sunglasses on, but then you get a bit smudged. So I'm wearing a cap to try and shade it. Because like sometimes you're in the pool, you've got the glare of the pool and the sky. So my eyes have been terrible while I've been away. And then it's like losing your independence because it's like, where are the toilets? Where's the... And then you're constantly having to ask my wife, or now my daughter's that little bit older, she was showing daddy, which is lovely, and then we wait for each other. And so, you know, when she needs it, she's going, come on, daddy will take her. Or it, It's lovely. But a lot of it's like buffet food. So I struggle to see it. So my wife goes up and chooses what she thinks I like. And it's a bit demasculating. Because mm. I'm used to being able to just do what I want, when I want. And it, when you have to take that step back and you have to really think, Mm. And look, it's almost like your disability is really thrown in your face all of a sudden. So what do you do? You start drinking a bit more and, you, I don't know, you overcompensate with stuff. And then while I was over there, my, my blooming fibromyalgia really kicked off and I was in chronic pain. So then I'm throwing the booze down with strong painkillers, but then you're almost falling about the place. So you're just trying to kill the pain, you know, just to just to let everyone else have a better time. And it's tough when you're trying to juggle things and you're thinking, you were blooming all for this holiday. And when it starts falling apart around you, you're thinking, oh my goodness, come on universe, give me a break. <laughs> but then, once again, it's the perception of it. Because when you start going down that route and you're feeling a bit poorly and a bit vulnerable and a bit weak and in pain, then you start looking at the negatives and then you have to realise, I could have been feeling this poorly anyway. In the boxing gym, mm. or I could have been finished poorly anyway. At least I don't actually have to do anything Le- while I'm here. Yeah, at least I can't just challenge if mm. if I do have to say, "Come on, put me in the bedroom," and you two go and have fun. Mm. You know, it's but I'm learning gradually. Yeah, and and it, it sometimes it's remind yourself of this before you get in the rabbit hole, isn't it? Going, it's the key to it, really. Yeah, because when you start going down it, you tend to get lost for a bit. Whereas if you can if you can stop before that point and, and remind yourself, 
you tend to steer yourself the right way. And it's having the tools there ready. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're going, oh, well, um, I need to lift the washing machine. I'll start doing press-ups now. But if I've been doing press-ups all along, I can lift that washing machine when yeah. I need to. Yeah. You never need, you know, you never know when you're gonna have to lift something up the stairs, do you? No, it's always funny as well because obviously throughout your life, you many people have probably give you the advice of why you're looking at it like that and looking at all this. But it's not until you start doing it in your own head that you actually do things, isn't it? You kind of blow people off, really. You know what I mean? Why are you looking at it in this way? Look at it this way, and you know, you've got to do it yourself, haven't you? You've got to do it within. You've got to do it within, and you've got to practice doing it. Mm -hmm. You've got to practice doing it when it's good. Well, yeah, I've had a great day today. What's been good about today? And then when I was talking to one of my best friends in the world, um, Michelle Cooper, uh, I love her of all my art, and she was saying, like, um, she always tried to be positive, always tried. Like, even in the worst possible days when things happened, she, and she went, but it was false positivity. Some days you've also got to, yeah, be grateful, but, you know, just some days you feel horrible. And allow yourself to feel like that because we're human beings and allow ourselves and allow our children to see us sometimes going, that is a bit sad today. I'm, I'm not, fit. you know what I mean? Not consistently, but allow yourself to feel that. Then hopefully, once you felt it, you can move on past it. You've often said, you, you know, sometimes when you just got to go and have a lie down. Yeah. Well, I've said it before um, in anger terms as well. So there's never been a good outcome from anyone getting angry, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't get angry. Mm. I think you ought to pick your moments, and it's what you get angry at and your reaction to that angry. So there's nothing nothing wrong with getting angry. It's, it's a, an emotion. But what do you do with that? You've got you've to, you know, do you go and punch Kev because you're angry? Or do you actually stop and go, you know what, I'm going to go and hit the gym really hard. I'm going to release that anger. You know, it's, it's the way you deal with those things, isn't it? There's nothing wrong with actually doing it. But make sure it's a positive reaction to it. I heard something about being angry, and it, it really shook true to me. Someone said, give me a bit of advice the other day with emotions. When you say, I'm feeling happy or I'm feeling angry, then say, now attach another two emotions to it. And that sounds weird, doesn't it? Be like, I'm angry, but now add another two emotions. Uh, when I'm frustrated or I'm frightened or I'm... And by doing that, then you start thinking, well, are you just angry or are you embarrassed? Mm. Are you a bit betrayed? I feel happy. Why? Well, uh, my lad won the boxing. I'm happy I've just been on. And I think by adding the other two emotions, you actually understand the emotion a bit better. I think it makes you stop and think about it. Yeah. I think that's the key to it. It makes you stop and go, okay. And like I said, am I angry or am I embarrassed? And, um, or you know, you know, it's, it's more curable at that point as well that feeling isn't it? it's not curable no right word it is it's it's gives you an opportunity to deal with it because then you go right i'm just angry i'm just angry well actually no i'm embarrassed what am i embarrassed about mm. can i do something about that what i was embarrassed about it's like, like we've got holiday blues well, we've got the holiday blues i've got to wake up in the morning I've, i don't spend as much time with my family Oh, I was all inclusive. Now I've got to pay for me dinner. I've got to pay. <laughs> you don't have to pay for it either, way, Kevin, unless, <laughs> unless you're stealing it. So yeah, but you've got to be like, I don't get to lie in anymore, or I don't. and you break it down, and you go, yeah, I'm sad because I love my life. I do love my life. I've got a great life, family, friends. 
I love my gym. I love the radio. I love the podcast for you. Uh, the public speaking. But sometimes you think about, I also love being with my family. Mm. And often then, and you know what it's like. We work, you're out five days a week and then you have two days off. And you're shattered. Mm. They're doing housework. She's off doing a racketing or you're up in a boxing show. or you're, And it, it's lovely when you have time away from everything, i.e. social media, friends, peers, and everything, where you can just go, should we do something? Or should we just cuddle on the bed? <laughs> or should we go and sit by the pool? Or should we go and watch a Mickey Mouse show? And that's lovely, isn't it, when you've just got that ability to do nothing or everything. It does make you wonder whether you get bored of doing that. Let's say you have the opportunity where you can be on holiday for the next three years. Mm. What would you do? Would you know? I've, my feeling is you would want to go and work at some point or do something. I think it'd be great for four weeks, and you'd be like, "I love you too, but yeah. God, do I need to do something else?" Well, my brother lived in uh, Tottenham for over twenty years, and everyone said because you you end up living over there. Everyone went, "I love my holidays." Yeah, it doesn't seem like a treat, I suppose, if you're doing it all the time. You get fed up with paradise. Yeah. You know, if you look at the same beautiful lake or the beautiful sea or the beautiful mountains and you can do whatever you want, eventually you get bored of it. Mm. You, as human beings, we need structure. We need to have to wake up and go and get the newspaper and then you have your breakfast. And You know what I mean? But I think the difference with structure, and I think what we do so badly in this country, is overwork. We do too much and we feel obligated to do too much. Yeah. And it's instead of doing nine till fives, a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you're still checking your emails, your WhatsApps, your social medias, you're doing this, you're doing that. And if it doesn't get done, you're my head on the block and you're going, I'm working so hard for something that will never love me. The things that do love me, I'm often neglecting so I can buy them another dress or another Barbie or another iPad. And really, all they want is you. But we we can't accept that in ourselves because we're running on a on a on a wheel that's running too fast for us. Mm. Yeah, it's right. You do, don't you? you? You try and bring material things into life instead of your time. And uh, the time is definitely more important. Spending time, being around. But but it's also, I think, it's the mentality of employers. Because I, I read a, a social media post probably a few weeks ago now, and I won't mention the company because it's a bit unfair. They're not here to defend themselves. But basically, he pulled a, an employee up on social media because they were off on a shift. You know, it wasn't their, it wasn't their shift. Um, and he phoned around all his employees to try and get a shift covered because someone was ill. And uh, none of them covered it. He went into a rant on social media that they're not committed and that. And I thought, well, actually, you're wrong there. What if what they were doing was more important mm. than... No, don't get me wrong. That business to that person was really important. But what those employers, that was important to them. Mm. So, And they owe you nothing. They owe you this this thing about loyalty with employers. Like, mm. if you were going bankrupt, are you going to give the rest of the money to the employers before mm. you do it? It's not. So they owe you nothing. And you owe them nothing. So, but... I think you've got to look and go, actually, that's the way we treat society, that work is the most important thing. And if, you, if you're if you needed there, you drop what you're doing to go there, don't you? And actually, it shouldn't be like that. Because most of the time, you're neglecting the important things to go and do that. 100%. And I feel, while well, we've had a bit of noise, weather, it, I think the, 
in this country, I know it's been hard, but in this way, if you've got sun, you've got three options, haven't you? You can go sit in the garden if you're lucky enough to have a garden, but you can go to a park, a beach, or whatever it is, go for a walk, do whatever. Have a water fight, you know. What I mean, what it, and I, some of my favorite memories of childhood were a water fight. You know, you have the, the, the washing up liquid, and they're all got a posh book with a soup soaker. <laughs> but, but I used to love that, and I love it when we do it around mums or around our house, and we're all just getting soaking wet, and it's free mm. and it's a laugh. I think when it's wet over here, that's when it's expensive to keep your kids entertained, isn't it? You know, because considering a wet little island. You know, if you look at the pictures, bowling, soft play, whatever, that's when the money starts going up. Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. It's, um, but there is there is equally as many things to do for free, isn't there? You know, it doesn't have to be. I think that's a problem again. We look at, well, it's wet, so we have to go bowling. Well, actually, just let's sit in and play a ball game. Yeah. You know, there's, I think there is a lot you can do that that is that is cheap and... and like the cinema, really. You go to the cinema. Like I took my son to see the new Jurassic World a couple of weeks ago. But you don't speak during it because you're watching the film. Yeah. It's really easy. That quality time, I don't know. I don't think so. Look, it's great going with him. Don't get me wrong. And I enjoyed the film as well. But it's not... Um, I wouldn't class it as quality time with him. Well, it's like when people say the first date to the cinema. <laughs> we haven't got to see her. <laughs> you don't know nothing about her when you leave, Yeah. <laughs> But you might know that the film was rubbish. <laughs> you might not have enjoyed the film, but yeah, really, what do you what do you learn? <laughs> not a lot, do you? You said about board games. I love this Christmas because me and my daughter and my wife played Monopoly first time in blooming I don't know twenty five however many years, and she loved it. And she counted out the money, and we're all doing this, and we're learning. And we, if you picked a colour, they couldn't pinch your colour, so we're all being respectful and. You know, but it was it was great. Just having You've got to be harsh in these things, Kev. Well, that's Teach that's... a life. No one's going to rob yours. <laughs> <laughs> and you never finish a game of Monopoly because it goes on for days. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, it was blooming brilliant. And every day we were playing it. And I thought, what a timeless game. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're the good times, aren't they? Yeah, we're more sophisticated and do things like that, uh, that face thing with the cream. We What's don't that? do Monopoly. And you've seen it. No. So basically, there's an arm that pops up, and you put squirty cream on it, and it lobs it at you. Lobs it at you, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. The full name of it, but you can play two player as well. So you have got one each, and you've got a button, and it's whoever presses the button quickest moves the dial along to the other person, so they get splatted. But there's so many then games that you surprise your old yeah. grannies and. And every kid wants a mousetrap. And even though it's the worst game, you want it because you see it go, boop, 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 Just because everywhere but where you want it to. Yeah, and you get stuck and you have to talk something. Can we get a digital version? There, it actually works. Very funny, man. I mean, when you're on holiday, when we're here with the sun and the rain, we've got to stop, look and listen and just think, that's not that bad. And we've got to enjoy it. And... Oh, there you go. Someone's brought his pie face. Thank you very much, Sean. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> <That is. laughs> yeah. It's calling you pie face, Kevin. <laughs> oh, bloody rude. You have been on all the dinner. Who are you calling pie face? <laughs> <laughs> really funny. And I say, my favourite memories of holiday were just being with us. And that, that's all it ever really breaks down to. I remember when we said jazz away. Her favourite part of the holiday was lying in bed eating Daddy Crisp Pringles. 
and it's funny what they remember. Mm. And you think it's going to be all these grand things and all these brilliant things you've bought or these experiences. And it's what's your favourite thing when we're on the pool? So you basically, your... might as well have gone to Wales. Yeah, for anywhere. It doesn't matter. As long as we're all together. No. I love the airports with the strikes. How nerve wracking that was. It wasn't until the airplane started lifting. I actually, I was convinced I was going on holiday. So at any stage, I'm thinking it's going to be taken away from me. And I think we've got used to that, haven't we? Almost, we can't look forward to it because at any time it can be taken away. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a shame, isn't it? It is. That our children. To, so one of the mums said to me at my daughter. Was Jasmine aware of that? That, that? that it might, or did you? Did you? We we'll never mentioned that no. at the holiday. No, I don't blame you. I never mentioned it, but because, mm. but one of the mums had said that to me. She went, "Normally, when you go, are we going to Lee's party? Oh, we can't because Dad's poorly." Ow. But they they they've kind of got used to at any stage now. We're in lockdown. Bojo said no, or so you know. What I mean, and I don't know if that's a good thing. That they've learned not to be disappointed when things change. I think it might have been uh, dis- a bit more disappointed if you to turn up the airport and oh. had to be turned away. Jasmine Wise and yourself. Oh, <laughs> I think you get used to that. Oh, but yeah, I don't, I don't. missing a birthday party is one thing. Oh, and uh, I'll tell you, like we. My mum took uh, the baby down to a park a few weeks before we were going to go away. And uh, this little girl, little girl, so my daughter, six, seven-ish, and said to her, she went, do you want to know something sad? And my daughter said, what? She went, we were supposed to be in Spain now, but it got cancelled. I thought, how blooming sad. Mm. And these higher-ups, and they go, oh, well, you know, and, well, it's because we haven't got the staff, and, oh, well, it's because we're overbooked. I'm thinking, our kind of people work so hard for these, these treats. And it's all right, I'm going, well, come back next week. I've booked my time off. Mm. I can't just say to the gaffer, I can have next week off, because I can't have it. We live in the real world where we have to sacrifice, and we sacrifice so hard in time, in money, in effort, in, and then just go, oh, sorry, mm. there's an email here. And you're thinking... I think the real tragedy of the world today is there is no accountability for anything, is there? Yeah. And it's easy to be less accountable when you're dropping an email and not picking yeah. up the phone or face-to-face, as it used to be. You know, it's a lot easier not to, you know, banging an email like, and and uh, giving people bad news is easy, isn't it? But it, even if it, but it, can you imagine you get there and it's that poor woman behind the desk saying, Mr. Dillon, I'm so sorry. You vent at her. Yeah. You go, I hope you die. And yeah. she's like, it's my job. I've, I've got the worst job in the world today. Yeah, yeah I can't fly the, fly the plane. Yeah. If I could, I'd take you. I've got to tell the next hundred people, the next yeah. hundred families, they're, they're, and, and that poor woman, so I'm probably next to nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Or that man, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're thinking, what a shame. Mm. Once again, it's the lower down that gets the flogging, the higher ups to rake in the, the loot. Mm-hmm. On the back of the misfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're seeing that from the very high up all the way down, aren't we? And I think, you know, we've had been too political. We've just lost one plonker and we're going to bring another one in. And I don't know which one that's going to be, but I guarantee it'll be a plonker. <laughs> and it might surprise you. <laughs> it, it just fills you with a certain dread, doesn't it, at the moment? You're thinking something has got to change. You know, maybe we'll talk about how it might change, but I don't know. 
yeah, well, I don't know. I think the less said about it now, the better, to be honest, because it's um, it's been a long, hard few years, and uh, I don't think it, I, if you can't change it, we're just talking about it. We're just moaning. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, that's not helping anyone. But on a good note, um, I'm going to be one of the baton bearers on the 24th of July. I'm going to be coming somewhere through the black country. It still hasn't been um, set where I'm going yet, even though it's two weeks away. But as soon as I do know, it'll be all over social media, and I'd be great if you can come out and uh, come and support. Even a lot of that, yeah. What's the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kate's coming with me? Hopefully, she takes my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> But hopefully you can all be there and we can all have a good afternoon out. You know what I mean? I think it's ending up in the waterfront. So wherever it takes us, it'd be great if everyone come out and we'd all uh, celebrate the Commonwealth Games that are coming up very, very soon. Lee, we're on the radio this Thursday, as always. I think it's yeah. just the two of us. But next week, we're joined by a GP coming on talking about loads of different stuff. And at 7.30 next Tuesday. So please join us. Lee, is there anything you want to say before we go? No, I'm all good, Kev. I've done a lot of talking the last few weeks. There you are. I've had to, pick, I've had to fill the gap. And it's a big gap to fill, that is, Kev. <laughs> well, since in that time, have you picked up any quotes or signs? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's on you still. <laughs> well, look... Death is guaranteed, but living a full life isn't. So start doing it. Start getting involved and start enjoying life. So guys, until until we see each other next time, take care of yourselves and each other. To our bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta a bit. Listen, listen.